Welcome to the 32nd edition of Make Pro Wrestling Majestic Again. I am Tiger Height. <sighs> so that was that was so Pina, disappointed. <laughs> that was Peanut Gallery's groan. Um, so here's the thing. We're not going to be separating out the matches because number one, I have to get up at four o'clock in the morning. And also number two, we went to the show live, which is why we're covering it for Turning Point. So yeah, Turning Point. And remember, if you want us to cover more of these Impact Plus shows, subscribe to our Patreon. Yes. Also, um, if you do watch the show, we were live if you watch it on your screen we were on the far right side of heart i camera. was wearing the bigfoot shirt goldie was there present i put her over the apron like over the uh, barricade over, yep. a couple of times uh throughout the evening that was us yes so by the way if you want to hang out with us totally do so uh hooray yes now, let's go into turning point let's start off with pre-show matches Okay. Now, it was not Juice Robinson versus Decay. It was Juice Robinson, or I'm sorry, it was Finn Juice, excuse me, taking on, it was Rohit Raju and it was, Raja it was, Singh. Yeah, it was that that team, um, Desi Hit Squad. Desi Hit Squad. Well, yes, um, but it wasn't, for some reason, they wanted to change it out of nowhere from Decay. Um, I like this match because, number one, Juice Robinson wrestling is the funniest thing in the world. It is the best thing ever. And it was just a lot of fun. It was great. It was, this was actually a really fun it was. opening match. I love I love being front row to Impact Wrestling shows. I I don't know. I there's there's a magic about right. it. Right. The crowd was electric. We got to see all the stars like right there, and it was a lot of fun. It was great. No one got kissed Goldie though. Nobody did. I was kind of worried nope. about that. I was kind of disappointed. And we're talking about belt kiss, not like actual kiss. But we're talking like belt kiss. Not even, not even inspiration would do that. I'm. They were. They so were. The, they were the closest, but they didn't. They were. So anyway, um, Finn Juice were have been on a losing streak in Impact, and they won the match, which was great for them. It was they needed it. And um, I was I was sitting there saying they're just jealous because of your hair, and they're like, right? So that was kind of funny. I they love, were. I love that shit. <laughs> See, that's why I like it because we you can right. interact with them. So our next one, Jordan Grace took on Chelsea Green. This was actually a good match. It was a great match. I like this. this I is, like I like seeing Chelsea Green up close. Also, digital media champion. Um, this is this is the kind of matches that will make this digital media champion something right. special. It was actually a really good match. It was. These two had a great chemistry. Jordan Grace, she's really short in general, but cool chick. And she was the one who kissed the Impact World Champion to Goldie. The Knockouts World Champion. Yes. Did I say Impact? Yeah, you said the Impact World eh, Champion. Same thing. The men's one. Um, so anyways, we were hoping for the same thing. Didn't happen because I think she... Jordan, Jordan Grace rolled out on the other side yep. and walked up on the other side to that I don't although, know. although although seeing Chelsea Green up close, that I, was not a right. bad look. We're we're gonna we're gonna talk about when we make pro wrestling majestic again. We'll talk about what happened after when we went to TGI Fridays. By the way, that's where they hang out for the most part. Yeah, yes, they do. Yeah. So um, it was a really good match, and um, Jordan Grace won with the Grace Driver in yep. a really well paced, very good. Uh, pre-show match. Yeah. I liked it. It was really good. Uh-huh. Let's start off with our first match of the evening. Oh, so, my God. This match was amazing. So, like, right at the beginning of this, I had to pee like a racehorse. So, I missed eh, maybe, like, the first and then I five missed, minutes. And then I missed another part of it, expecting the match to be over, but it wasn't over. It was a great match. This was the second longest match of the entire show, and it was the opening. 
these two had a great match. <laughs> a very great back and it forth. It was. A great opener. And Chris Sabin won with the um, cradle shock. Full pin. Yep. No BS. It was awesome. Yep. So I really like this match for a lot of oh, reasons. Oh, yeah. Also, Saban took the shirt of I beat Chris Saban off of Ace Austin and put I am Chris Saban on there. If they don't sell that on merch for later, I'm going to be upset. Oh, yeah. They, they have to. Like, right. It'd be awesome. So let's talk about the next one. Uh, Violent by Design, Eric Young and Joe Doring taking on Heath and Rhino. I like this match. I great, too. Great interactions with the crowd. I mean, of course, we're all, we're just going to speak to it from the perspective of, hey, we're front row. We were front I mean, row. We were, hard, we were hard camera angle. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, too, that you have to understand about shows like this is that there's actually, like, a lot of great crowd interaction with right. this, which I really like. Eric, I don't Eric see Young, that. Eric Young is awesome. Joe Doring is huge in person. Rhino looks great in person, by the way. Yeah, he does. I mean, he, I mean, for how old he is, he looks great. He did look at me when I said something about his political career. <laughs> so I did he, like that. He smiled. <laughs> it, was, it was so funny. It was really good. Um, but the match itself was fun. I really liked this match. Yep. Um, so it was a mask to the face on Rhino for the win for Violent by Design. Yep. So I kind of liked that. There was great interaction from everybody, and I, I thought it was a really good little, um, uh, like a little taste. Yeah. Now, Brian Myers was not medically cleared for this match, so VSK was the person who yes, the uh, the him. the the student of the most professional jobber. So I I sat there and screamed. I think it caught on camera because I I. I saw on Twitter that they blurred it out, but I said, you're trying to impress Brian Myers. <laughs> and I guess there was like a thing there. I'm not sure if it was just BS or whatever, but a lot of people in our thing laughed. We're going to talk more about our experience when we make this shit majestic again. But I will say the match was fine. It was, it was it. okay, yeah. VSK I, is as green as grass, but we're just going to roll there's, with there's it. There's potential with the guy. And there Rick is. Swan was definitely the carrier. It's so weird seeing this because, like, Rich Swan is not, like, physically built to do what he does. But he, like, leaps in the air and does this. And you're like, whoa. Right. It was, super it, it was really cool. A uh, great Phoenix splash from the second rope, which is crazy to think. Yeah. Like, he can do that from the second rope. Right. For the win. It was. I thought it was a really good I don't know they blurted your uh, voice out for that. I mean, I don't, I don't watch. I don't like watching myself I on don't television. Either. I legitimately don't either. Uh, let's talk about W. Morrissey and Matt Cardona. So oh, I said, my God. Tall Edge. So I said Tall Edge, and everybody in our section died. And yeah. I think there was a Tall Edge, like, chant, and Morrissey actually looked. <laughs> so that was kind of funny. I like that. Um, the match itself actually was kind of good. I liked it. Yeah. Um, I thought there was a really good back and forth. I'm like, you're about to be somebody in hiking boots. and <laughs> Right. And I don't think he wore laces in those hiking boots. No. Um, those, those those jeans, like, if you think they are tight, like, on camera, man, I don't know how he gets in those motherfuckers, like, IRL. Right. Like, those are crazy. But um, he's really tall in mm -hmm. person. He looks great in person. Oh, yeah. He is huge in person. Oh, God, yes. 
Um, Cardona actually had really good babyface charisma. Yeah, the he crowd, did. The crowd was really into him. There, there, there were a lot that. of references towards uh, towards hype bros, that sort of thing. Woo, woo, woos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was it was it was fun. But it like was a the, lot but, of fun. but like the babyface fire that he got was really reciprocated well with the crowd, which yeah. I think is what he wanted. We'll talk about more about Cardona because we actually had a good experience with him at uh, TGI. Yes. But it was Moose came out and speared Cardona for Morrissey to win. Yep. I thought I actually I actually really liked that ending because they like each other but they don't at the same time. Right. All right, let's talk about inspir- the inspiration. They were on fire, so they they had the fire. They had the gimmick. fire gear, right? Yeah, it was exactly. it was amazing. Taking on Decay, so Decay, so it was really funny. Um, during they had a hype package, and they were like um, lifting up the ring skirt up, and I was wondering why they were doing that up until because then, there was a fog machine underneath. Yeah, the that. fog machine. They were literally yep. using like you can buy it at a fog machine, three hundred dollar fog machine for this, right? But they made it work, actually. It actually looked um, pretty good. Yeah. So they had, like, the color and the lighting, which actually really helped with them. But you can tell that, like, based on the camera angle, it is so well produced. Oh, yeah. Um, Rosemary. So it was really funny. So there was a thing. You can't hit her like that, and Rosemary said, I just did. It was really good. Um, yeah, again, so Pratt- she interacted with our with our section pretty well. Um, our, our, our section yeah. was the hecklers. We, 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 were, <laughs> we were the hecklers from the hard camera. It was really funny. Although we were not the hard camera, we were the actual. Well, we, well, we were the hard camera. The hard camera faces the ring. We were the hard camera. No, no, no. We were, we were the opposite of the hard camera. The hard camera are the people that don't get right. Seen I, on okay, TV. I see what yes. you're saying. Okay, so so we were heckling, but we were not heckling from the hard camera. We were we heckling were, on the hard camera. We were heckling on the hard camera. Actually, this match was surprisingly good. So, it was. Now this one, I know they bleeped, and I heard it too. Mm-hmm. So um, there was a point in time when Havoc was in the ring, and both members of Inspiration turned around, and I said. I saw this same situation on a OnlyFans video, and they actually blurted it out. It was that loud. <laughs> Are it, you trying to get us banned from these shows? <laughs> and like, um, the the crowd was laughing, and when they came back, you could still hear the crowd laughing. So I was, <laughs> I'm, I'm proud to say that. Also, there was a chant. We're gonna talk. Oh no, there was a chant. Yes. That I start. I started that. I started the yes. um, Joe Exotic chant. Yes, Joe Ex- No, that was. I started it. No, no, but that was not from this match. This no, was that, from, that was um, from the VSK Rich Swan match. It was because we're, we're going to talk about that because um, there was a noticeable Joe Exotic chant. I started that. Yes, you know I started oh, uh, that. Yes, you I started said, that. Joe one. Exotic, and then somebody clapped. I'm like, okay, let's just go with it. <laughs> Joe Exotic, and pretty much that entire area. Yeah, the entire section just just went. Yeah, I think it was maybe five minutes in. Um, uh, Ziggy Dice was standing on our area, yes, which was um, adjacent from the guy who's wearing the red vest. And I said Joe Joe Exotic, and the rest of the like everybody yeah. else did it, and we did it loud to where he had to go to the 
other side of the ring right. because it kept going. <laughs> I'm I'm proud to say that I was the one you, who you started, started a chance, <laughs> and now we're banned. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna take that. No, as a we're 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 not banned. I mean, no. all the all the producers just love us. Oh yeah, no, we we, we talked to the team. We got a great we got a great relationship with the producers. Every everybody likes us. Like legitimately, everybody likes us. Sue Young follows me. He's like, come on. So anyway, um, back to this match because I wanted to brag about that because it, it was really good and I know I started that. I, I wish <laughs> I wish we were there tonight. I know. honestly fuck WWE. Anyways, we're getting way too ahead of ourselves. Let's talk about this match and move forward. It was surprisingly good. It, there was a lot of great action. I thought there was a good story that went into it as well. This is a rematch. It was, but I thought there was more context with the rematch. So actually, I enjoyed this match more mm -hmm. than the first match. Mm -hmm. And the inspiration won. Yep. They had the belt holding up, and I wanted them to kiss the belt. They looked at Goldie, and then they left. That's insulting. So um, tell them that they insulted Goldie on Twitter. So let's talk about this three-way. Okay, we talk about Steve Macklin about being generic wrestling, wrestler number four. No, it was generic wrestler number three, and then the guy next to you said, are you sure it's not number four? And you're like, yes, never mind, it's number four. So Steve Macklin... Well, somebody else said number four, right. and I said, okay, clarification. And I said, default move set. <laughs> and I guess that was also audible, and yes. people started laughing, too. It, so. was, it was really funny. So anyway, Steve Macklin, Trey Miguel, and Laredo Kid. I will say one thing. Like, I'm, I'm not being like a dick towards Macklin because he looks like a default wrestler, but actually him incorporated in this match benefited the match. This it did. A, this was a I really like I like way. the I like the budding rivalry between Steve Macklin and Trey Miguel. They're going to have a hard to kill one on one, and this was a catalyst towards it, right? Which actually really helped the incorporation. Now I want to be a pure wrestling rules match for some reason. I don't know why. I just feel like that would Maybe. be awesome. That'd be really cool, actually. It'd be very interesting. So it was a Meteora. So here's what happened. Uh, Trey Miguel wanted to pin Macklin specifically to retain the belt. Trey Miguel pinned both Laredo Kid and Steve Macklin. And so, of course... Macklin kicked out, mm -hmm. but... Laredo Kid didn't. And guess who was a referee for that match? Fucking Brian fucking Hebner. We're going to talk about him when we make Pro Wrestling Majestic again because actually, oh, yes. we, we, sat, we sat with him and the announcer yes, we at, did. Um, at the bars. So, yes, we did. Um, I, I really like this match. Though. Uh, yes. I, thought, I thought there was really great chemistry. And even though we make fun of Steve Macklin a lot, actually he's proving himself as a really very valuable talent and impact. Yes. I'll at least give him that credit. Right. He has he has a weird charisma about him. He really likes to jaw jack with the audience, which is really helping his character. Yep. And also, he has a really he has a really interesting moveset that looks really impactful. Oh yeah. Especially IRL. Like his finishing move um Mayhem for All looks really good in Oh person. yeah. But his um his little dive that he went to the outside it looked really good. He has really good heel heat, and yeah. I like it. So I'm really happy about that. Also, we saw him at uh, TGI. We did. So let's talk about this one. Uh, Mickey this James, actually was a really good match. I like this match. I did. So this one, Mickey James and Mercedes Martinez. Uh, there were some people that were leaving. This one, actually, a lot of people left. Now, 
uh, Peanut Gallery and I, we did not have any drinks or anything during this, but the guys next to us, they mowed through, like, like three or four yeah. of those Mugu drinks that were, like, $25 each. Yeah. Also, BTW, a pro tip, drink at TGI Fridays before you get into the event and after you will guarantee to see wrestlers there. Yes. You're going to save money, too. Absolutely. But, I mean, I, I... Well, okay, so... I had an $84 gift card TJ Fridays. And we spent, like... At the end of the day, we spent, like, 20, 20 bucks a piece. Yeah, we literally <laughs> spent, like, $25. But, but, but even when we didn't have that, it's just a pro tip. It's not worth it. You get, like, a cup, like, that big. Yeah. Like, literally that big. Yeah, just just... Drink before you go. Drink after you get back. You'll be fine. Right. Three hours is not a lot of time. Right. Anyway, back to the match. Um, a lot of great impact. Mickey James sells really well in person. She, she does. She looks great in Mercedes person. Martinez did not do a bad job either. No, she looked awesome in this. In fact, even though she lost, uh, Mickey James won, by the way. Uh, Mercedes Martinez looked awesome in this entire I mean, show. of course, the Mickey James arc with Deanna Perrazzo is taking yeah, precedence so over, after which that, is Deanna, just fine. De- Deanna Perrazzo attacked, said, I'm going for the match at Hard to Kill. That's fine. They're also I'm, doing a women's X Division match, if you don't know what's happening, at Hard to Kill. First one ever. Oh, no. Um, a women's ultimate X match. Oh, did I say X Division? Yeah, you said a women's X Division. I, I meant match. I meant an ultimate X match. I'm excited. Also, for that. before the main well, no, this was We'll we'll talk about that here in a second. Oh yeah. Okay. It was it was between the next match and That's right. And the main Anyways, match. let's move on to the next match. Also, great match. Both these women did great. Uh the crowd was really into this they match. They were. Too. All right. Biscuits and gravy versus bullet club. Also, um, I, I don't know why. So we saw there were a lot of Festus references in this match. Oh yeah, and he like he like jaw jacked it. I said, "Shut up, biscuits and gravy." <laughs> he looked over at me snarkingly because it was so damn good. You saw that? I know. You I did. did. I saw yeah. that. The biscuits and gravy. <laughs> Although they're decent guys in person. Oh yeah, no, they're they're really cool. Like like they're really chill dudes. Yeah. So it was Bullet Club. Uh, Chris Bay obviously was super over because Vegas. Yeah, because he's from here. He trained here. Yeah, he had he had the um, he had the crowd because guess what? A lot of FCW people like Chris Bay wrestled at Samstown on the Indies for yep. their big big shows. Yep. So um, this match was good up until the ending. I did not like the ending. At no, and uh, I was not a fan of the ending. So it was so um, Gallows tripped Bay. It was a roll up after the trip, and then they won, and they slithered out. I was like, "Yeah, they did." It came out of. Nowhere. I mean, I mean, that's kind of what their mo is at this point. So we should have expected that, right? But it's just, it's kind of getting old at this point. I really want to tag team just go and just dominate them. We know the Good Brothers are better than this, and they continuously win with these means, and it was super <sighs> right. weird. Like, I understand, like, once in a while, but this is at least the third there, there, match. There, there were a lot of references, too, to uh, to Carl Anderson's hot wife. Right, there was, actually. It was kind of funny. <laughs> hot <like> Asian that. <laughs> wife. Right, there was. I like, kind of like that. But, yes, um, it was, like, a weird roll-up. I wasn't a big fan of the yeah. ending. I said it was a it was a good match up until the ending, which Pina Gallery will have a moan about as Survivor Series. Oh, fuck Survivor Series. <laughs> Let's move on. 
So what happened before right, wait, 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 before, before this match? Before, 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 we get before match, this match happened. So Josh, so Josh Alexander comes out saying that he is going to be front row for this match, which was Full Metal Mayhem. I was and hoping then, that he would be front row. But then Jonah Stone, I think his name is only Jonah now, comes out, which was Bronson Reed. Back in his that that was his slave name. His slave name was Bronson Reed. It was, it was Reed. Jonah. I lost my mind. Everyone's like, "Who is it? It's Bronson Reed. It's Bronson Reed." And they're like, "No way!" He started attacking. Like, um, and I love, I love, I love the selling from Alexander. That was not blood. That was literally right, blood, water. It was like, like 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 blood out of the mouth. Really good. Putting over Jonah. Huge. Oh yeah. Also, a great program for Alexander. Not, not that he needed to get over, but... Here's he, the thing. Alexander is not going for the Impact World Champion until Slammiversary. Yes. So they have hard to kill in a couple of months before that for this to happen. Yes. So they had to have... No, they have new, Rebellion. So hard to kill and then Rebellion. Right. They could do a, a Rebellion. Yep. But Moose will most likely face W. Morrissey at hard to kill. Yep. And Jonah will face Alexander at Hard to Kill, or at um at uh at uh at uh at a uh, rebellion. Said, yes, you, no, said, I, hard, I, you no. said you said Hard to Kill twice. Yes, yeah, shut up. You said Shh. no, no. I said I said Moose will face Morrissey at Hard to Kill, and Alexander will face Jonah at Hard to Kill. Yes. Oh, okay. Perfect. Yeah. Yes, that's what we meant. Anyways, this match here. Let's, let's, so, talk, about, so let's, Moose, let's talk about Moose, Full Metal Mayhem. Moose and Discount John Cena was actually it was a good match. Moose's entrance IRL is awesome. Oh my god, it's not as it's not like Roman Reigns awesome, but it is it is really cool. It is really cool, and we saw we saw both of them. Like Roman Reigns' theme song IRL is sick, but but Moose entrance. Oh my. god. God. This guy is built like a tank. And oh we'll, God, yes. Well, we'll talk about more about him and his wife um, when we make. Oh yes, his 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 tall wife and six inch heels. Yeah, she's enormous, <laughs> but she's really hot. She so, is. Um, these two had an awesome thirty-two minute full metal mayhem match, and we were there live to witness the whole thing, and so, it did not feel like a 32-minute match. It probably felt 15 minutes. It was really good. It was. There was a lot of great stuff. It was paced awesome, so it was really funny. We were sitting there. There was a little kid on the opposite side of us. It was hard camera, by the way, so I'm sure you saw him. He was on the ramp. He picked up one of the, the cookie, cookie sheets. Sheet and when Eddie Edwards was in one, he like threw it down to the point where everybody else said, "Where are this kid's parents?" Right. It was really. Noticeable. I was I was concerned. Uh, the the guys next to us though did take one of the cookie sheets and put it behind his back so they could take it home. Oh really? I didn't yes. see that. <laughs> <laughs> he put a sweater on, put the cookie sheet behind his back. He wanted to take it with him. That's great. So anyway, <laughs> this match was really good. And Moose won. So there was there was the interference from W. Morrissey, who tried to do it, but Cardona helped. Which once again, kind of like kind of like how continuous good stuff. Kind of like how W. Morrissey's match was interfered with by Moose. Remember that, right? There was that continuity there, yep. which really helped. And then you saw Cardona come in. So they're going to continue that rivalry, which I do not mind whatsoever. Now the question is though. 
W. Morrissey's contract was up late last month. Do you think that they're going to try and extend it through Hard to Kill, though? I think so. I legitimately think so. Um, I don't. I, I don't know why, but I can't really see Morrissey going anywhere else. I think he needs to stop with this value thing and be a little more humble towards that contract because he has a great platform. He does. He's in a great spot in the main event scene, and you know he's going to have a title match at some point in time against Moose. Why would you ruin this? Moose! And I'm sorry, there was no interest from AEW. There right. was no interest from there, and you're not going back to WWE. <laughs> You were you were you were you were fired from the boss himself. Like it's not gonna happen. <laughs> we'll talk about WWE's ridiculous spending habits in a little while. Yes, we will because that. Uh, God, I have I have a lot of fun with that. Anyway, um, let's talk about this match. So Edwards pulled up the ring, uh, the ring ropes and everything. Moose slammed him on there. It sounded great. It by was. The way. It was it was a really good spot. Great. We we were opposite of that spot, so we didn't really like see the there, whole there thing. A, you, you could hear the impact yeah. from where we were. And then it was a spear for Moose to win. And he he passed us, but no once again, no belt touch. I was a little mad. But Edwards went on the mic saying, We do this crazy shit because of you, thank you. And the crowd lost their minds. It was it was it was, it was, it was, a, it was a great event. It was awesome. And that was awesome. This was an awesome event. So So when we come back, we are not only going to make impact wrestling somehow majestic again, but we are also <laughs> going to make professional wrestling majestic again. Yes. Alright, so let's make this shit majestic again. But not only that, but we're gonna talk about our experience after because so, for so, some, for hold some on. reason you guys like Hold that. on. So so we're 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 gonna spend more time talking about this impact wrestling event that that's like that's like meaningless in the grand scheme of things than a WWE show. Right. I, I well okay, again, I think we're a little biased because we fucking live here. We went to see it live. I wish we were there. I wish we could see the tapings live. I don't know why we're wasting our time doing fucking Survivor Series. Because for some reason it gets ratings, so I'm just going to roll with it. Survivor Series deserves no ratings for me. Yeah, definitely, but guess what? That's not the crowd wants. Anyway, um, <sighs> Crowd want something better. Turning now, point here, here is, is better. All right, shut up. Let's talk about Moose and Edwards. I would not book this any different. Nope. They had the right... Main event. Yep. For the right title, for the right match, and the right person. Oh, okay. So let's talk about this. So, so Moose and Eddie Edwards were at TJ Fridays. So, so, um, so Moose. So Moose came in with his wife, who Moose is a tall motherfucker. But his wife is just as tall with oh, high yeah. heels, with six inches, with six inch heels. But she's a tall fucker. Um. So, uh, we were at the bar with um with the announcer. With a producer and with Brian, Brian Hebner. Brian Hebner. So, 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 Brian, so Brian, Brian Hebner Brian, was Brian, rubbing so his head, say, "Hey, how's it? How is it?" Because if you saw he, the, he if you a, saw, he had, he, had, he had some pus fluid because yeah. of um, some injuries. So he was still moving. So Moose had a pus injury on the top of his head. He had it on his elbow, and he said he had it on his shoulder. Yeah, what I heard. 
Um, and we were sitting there. But so- but he he said, yeah, the doctors were okay. They they cleared me and everything. So it took him a little bit while. It took him a little bit longer because he was going it was, through. It the- was so. Um, at the time of the ending of the show, it was like what. 10 o'clock. It was about 9.50. It was about 9.50. So, so he didn't come in until about an hour afterwards. So right. assuming... Showered, you know... Showered, went to the doctor to make sure that he's good, blah, blah, blah. Right. Sort of thing. Um, Eddie Edwards came in actually later than that. Yes. Um, it, like, by the Because we I, think, I think, again, there were some protocols they had to follow. Right, because it was crazy. I yeah. mean, a full Metal Mayhem full match. Full Metal Mayhem match was just insane. But you know, of course, Alicia. Oh, but it was it was, was really funny. Earlier, so so we were we were sitting there. So um, the announcer, I can't remember his name. I like him. He actually sounds really great. Super nice dude. Yeah. And Brian Hebner, who came in, asked me to save a spa for him. He went over. He's like, "Oh no, you're good." And I'm like, "Okay, I'll not do that." And then he came back over with the announcer and a producer, and they were talking. It was kind of fun. Yeah. Like listening to. It was them. kind of fun because they were making fun of the 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 ring bell person. Right. So the ring bell person was garbage, and yeah. they were. Um, it was really funny. It and was then, really bad. If you uh, if had, you saw the event, they they were really bad. We we had a brief interaction with them, and we had some laughs, and and that's how you do it. So anybody who sees a wrestler at an arena or after not at an arena or a signing or anything, treat them as anybody else, yeah. and you'll get all the respect in the world. Yeah. Um, I was at a cigar bar. And I actually served John Cena. Not going to forgive you for that. I'm not. So, Peanut Gallery lived right down the road. But when I was training, they told me to not mention celebrities or anything that were there because we don't want to start anything. Fuck you. I'm your brother. I know. But at the same time, it's a little bit hard because I, I wanted to keep that job. I was getting paid really well there. I was getting like I was getting like ten dollars an hour. I was working forty Still hours a mad. week, but also I was getting three hundred dollars in tips like a week. Like I was doing really good. I wanted to keep that job. Anyways, let's move on. I would have done the um, ending differently. <laughs> yeah, a little also, bit. Also, also Hikaleo. Hikaleo was not in the match for them to earn this opportunity. No, it was El Fantasmo who was in the match to. Earn this shot. It should have been him. I'm sorry. I, I like. Pigaleo is tall as fuck though. Pigaleo is really tall, but at the same time, he is not quite ready. He's close. Also, Gallows and Anderson at the bar. It was it was a lot of fun. Oh yeah, let's talk about that. So Gallows went in with Heath. Yes. Um, Anderson followed them soon after. And it was it was really funny. So I th- I think it was Gallows. He kind of gave me a dirty ass look too. <laughs> I said about biscuits and gravy. Because here's the thing: the Good Brothers, when they were in that tag match, yeah, they were literally right by. They were right they, they were us. right by us. So they knew who we were, probably because I was wearing a Bigfoot shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I was I was I was the guy wearing the social distancing champion Bigfoot shirt. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was wearing an all black shirt. I had the galaxy mask on and I had it right next to me. Um you know he, I think I think they knew who we were. Right. Um, which is which is perfectly fine. Right. And it, you know, like I said, the only thing that I would have had a difference of is the ending of this. I feel like Hikaleo, who actually ate the pin would probably would have been better. Well, heck, yeah, well, uh, Hikaleo eating the pin was just fine. 
He's he's a foreigner. Blah no, blah. No, he blah. he didn't need the pin. He didn't. No. Bay. Oh, that's right. Chris Bay at the pin. Bay. At Fuck. The pin. Why? Yeah, Hikaleo should have eaten. The yes. Pin. Yes. That was my point. He should have eaten the pin, but he didn't. Right. Um, the Good Brothers honestly shouldn't have even kept the belts. It should have been Chris Bay and El Fantasmo who had the belts. Not gonna happen. I know. Um. I wouldn't really have done anything different nope. with this match. It was, it was a good match. Um, a good buildup to it. A good match within of yep. itself. And neither woman was at the bar, which I was disappointed at. I was Mickey, so disappointed. Now, now, the last time at Bound for Glory, Mickey James was, was there. there. Yep. I'm sure she was there this time. Too. We, we, by the time we left, it was like 11.45. We were tired as shit. We though. were. We were super exhausted. We we're like, we can't stay here any longer. They're staying here. And it was like, um, TGI Friday's open until like 3 a.m. there. And I'm, the, not, I'm not staying until 3 a.m. at by, by, by the time we got home, it was like 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, so. I, was, I was exhausted. Right. We live like across town. Yeah, so. we literally live on the opposite side of town at Sam's Town. We we go there because we love it. Um, I really wouldn't have done anything different with this match. Nope. I think of Macklin kicking out was good, and Laredo Kid being the one person who's sort of the foreigner, you know, figuratively and actually. Right. And eating the pin was the right move. And also Trey Miguel, who is still the exhibition champion, is good because they're building for that. Because this is an impact plus. Event. Right. The only person that was there out of those three at TJ Fridays was Steve Macklin. Yeah. Of so let's, let's so let's let's talk about that now. So there was there. a table of Steve Macklin. Um, it was Steve Macklin, Mac Cardona, Deanna Perrazzo, and Chelsea Green. Chelsea Green. No, was it so, Chelsea Green? It was Chelsea Green. Okay. They were they were doing a double day situation. That's right. And they, they were they were on a high top of bar area with them alone, so we didn't bother them, but they were clearly there. Um, Cardona had his bags. Yep. For some reason. Or well, another. I think I don't think Cardona's participating in the other events, or maybe he is. Who knows? Anyways, the point being is that uh, Tommy Dreamer showed yeah, up. Yeah, that was the other thing. Um, Tommy Dreamer, who's still behind the scenes at Impact. Was because I think he's a creative director and he's one yeah. of the exec producers. Right, he joined them and sat with them at the table. Yeah, and it was obvious it was Tommy Dreamer because we saw the hair, but also the bartender was talking to him very, very like extended period of time. We didn't bother them because right. we don't want to like we don't, we don't bother the wrestlers while they're there, um, but. You know, now, if, now if, if it were sitting with them at the bar, we're gonna say, "Hey, really good time." I'm not gonna go out of my way to talk to them, right? But if they're sitting there next to us, that's open forum to talk to, right? Them. And so we did a little bit of that. Usually, I like talk to the producers a little bit more. Right, we talked to the producers. We talked to Hebner and the announcer. I I don't know why I can't remember his name. I can't remember. But his but name we either. talked to them. Really cool guys. Like, they are super cool. They're they're really. Cool. But but I'm not gonna go out of my way to talk to somebody. Who Who's at a table by themselves? I'm right. not gonna do that. Unless, I don't. I don't have the money to like pay for a table shots and stuff. You know. I don't, I, yeah. Well, number one, I'm not gonna pay for shots for anybody unless I'm gonna take them. But also, um, you and I were adults. We're not gonna do shots. That's true. So there we go. Anyways, 
I wouldn't have done anything different with this. Man. Why were the inspiration at the bar? <laughs> no, they were. Um, they were. They were at the um signing after. That's why they were. Yes, but why didn't they come to the bar? Because they were at the signing. I'm, so I'm sorry. What? I don't know how long that signing was. Well, okay, well, so, well, now, now, so, like, so so last time at Bound for Glory, it was the Good Brothers. They still managed to show up. They did? Yes. Last time? Are you sure? Yes. They were when did the, that happen? They were at the table with Heath and Rhino for a little bit. <gasps> oh, that's right. They were. Right. Oh, I, I totally forgot about that. But that was like a lot later. Now, Bound for Glory ended earlier it did. than the Turning Point show. It did. The, 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 so here's the thing. The Bound for Glory show. Also, I think a lot more people really interested in seeing the inspiration. Right. That, I, was, the, that was the other thing, I, I kind of I kind of wonder if maybe the inspiration weren't done until like 11 o'clock. I that, wouldn't be surprised. By that point in time, they were just like, fuck this shit, we're going to bed. Right, they checked the hell out, especially after that. Because yeah. I mean, so here's the thing. So they do the meet and greet right after the show. So right, right out the door... They start the and line. And there was a, on the, the line was all the way. It was it was it, it, crazy. It, it, it literally clogged up the one section to where I had to slither around into the other section of the um, double open doors for me to even get out of there. Right. So that's what happened there. So I wouldn't be surprised if it took them longer. They were probably there until like eleven. I mean, here's the thing: is that if you want to do a meet and greet with the wrestlers, get an autograph. That's one thing. But I don't want that. I don't want the autograph. I I, I just want to talk to them like humans. Right. And I think that's cool. They'll appreciate you more after. I mean, we talked right. with Jordan Grace, who's cool. We talked with um hell, we talked with Michael Elgin. Yeah. And despite of what he did, he was a cool dude to us. Yeah. I mean, we've talked to... We talked to producers. Yep. We talked to um, uh, Brian Hebner Sue and the Young. announcer. Sue Young, who's a cool chick. Like, she's Yeah, cool. she was, she took a picture of our fucking QR code. Right. She's she wanted to on, know about she, us. She's following me on Twitter. She's not I, following I, me on Twitter. I, I think she's the one who mentioned... Um, so we first went there and interacted with it, and they were and she was at a table with Taya Valkyrie... Um, Yes. They were with that, and she's like, check out the cool belt. I was in the bathroom. Yep. And I think Taya Valkyrie said, oh, this is a wrestling fan, but it was our own custom belt that we made. Right. So that's why it right. was weird. So she came and asked about it because she was the one who talked about it first. Right. And so I think they recognized us. And, I mean, people are starting to recognize us now. Right. Which yeah. is cool. Right. I, I next time next time we go to back, I'm going. <laughs> right. Um, let's talk about Morrissey and Cardona. Honestly, I like this match. It was. I like the rivalry too. Yep. And I would Now the thing different. is is with Morrissey, do you think that Morrissey signed an extension? Maybe. Morrissey was not there because Morrissey had a problem with alcohol, so he was not there. Well, he wasn't at the bar, but I'm talking about the extension for the next match, possibly think maybe he signed a three-month extension to January. I hope so. Now, we do not know exactly what the um, situation is with Morrissey as it relates to his contract. We don't know. Right. So, that's the thing, because he won the match. Right. And they could have changed that because he was a free agent as of that morning. So, we just don't know yet. <laughs> right. Um, the match was good. I liked it. I liked the structure of it. And Cardona, once again, we talked about it earlier. He was um, at TGI with his uh, fiance. They're yes. not married yet, are they? I don't know. 
Who knows if they're married? Anyway, they were with Macklin, Perrazzo, you know, all the All I stuff. know is that Perrazzo kind of noticed me. Did she? Yeah. Oh, really? She knew I was. I had the Bigfoot shirt on. <gasps> Jesus. Oh, I didn't know it's, that. It's, again, again, a cryptid makes me notice. So if you see a Bigfoot shirt, that's probably me. Literally, all he has is Bigfoot shirts. It's <laughs> kind of weird. So let's talk about this one. Um, Okay. Rich Swan was, was there. He was there. Um, Brian Myers was hurt. Well, he wasn't hurt. He was not medically cleared. Rich Swan was there with his wife who... Right, they were at the booth. They, 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 they were at, at a booth that they're always at, so that's whatever. It was it was booth. So here's the thing. So the the bar area is a U shaped thing with booths on both sides. Yep. Right. So on the side of the entranceway into the bar area, him and Sue Young are always right at the very end, right where the kitchen and the dining area are at. Yep. So that's where they were. So we didn't have an opportunity to talk to them because I think another producer and, and watch watch all of them like not show up next time because we're giving away all the secrets. But at the same time, we got some super fans that go there too with us, and, and there are right at the same time. If you're listening to us right now, please keep in mind of the situation that you're at. Right. Do not ask them for autographs. Say hey. Thank you for right. your work. We hey, really appreciate hey, it. If if you have the means to do so, maybe compliment them with a free shot or whatever. Right. Because fans do that. Right. We didn't just, do that. Just, I don't just, have just, the financial means to do so. But. Right. Now, <laughs> ju- just keep in mind, this is a different situation than in the actual arena. You're in a different area. Please be respectful to their privacy. Exactly. We're not condoning because where they are, because we always describe where they are. We yes. always do. So just please respect their privacy. Yes, absolutely. 100%. Don't ask for autographs. Don't do... Don't don't fangirl. Please be respectful. Right. If, we, 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 like, look over our shoulder to kind of see what's if, going if, if, on. If, if they're in a personalized situation, say, like, quick 10-second, hey... hey. Thank, Great thank job. You. Thank you for all the work that you do. We really appreciate it. I'll be there next week. I just want to tell you thank you. Boom. That's it. That's it. That's all you need to do. And again, if you have the means to do so, buy them a drink, buy them a shot, whatever you can anyway, afford. Let's, let's talk about this match. Um, the situation here was a little bit different, but here's the thing. Swan and Mac are working with um, Sam Beal, who was cut from the learning tree. Yep who still signed with the company. So actually, I liked the premise of this match. Yeah. So I wasn't even mad about that. But once again, please be respectful. Um, I like this match a lot. So Heath... Again, once, Heath was... Heath was at Rhino, Rhino was not there this time. No, he was not. And neither was Joe During. Mm-mm. Young wasn't there in the first place. Yeah, he was. He he usually doesn't do that kind of stuff. No, or or else he goes to a different place. But we don't. You know, we're we're not that fancy. Right. We go to TGI because number one, it's because really close. because we are broke as fuck. Okay. Well, number one, we're not broke as fuck. But TGI is tried and true. It's not the best of foods, but at the same time. We know it's going to be safe. Right. So that's kind of why we it's go there. It's fun and safe. Right. If you don't get the South Park reference to that, I will <laughs> fucking kill you. Um, I like, I, once again, I like the buildup. I'm happy that Eric Young is wrestling. 
Also, he looks great. He does. Also, the interaction was is is just stupendous. Oh, absolutely. I just like the feeling of this match. I thought it was a really good feeling. A lot of people liked it. And also the fact that um, Violent by Design won, like a lot of people hated it, and I loved it. Great stuff. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't have done anything different with the build. Um, we, we, oh, Madman Fulton was there. Yes, so Fulton was there before we I'm not sure who there. he was with. It, it was somebody backstage, definitely. Yeah. Because they were talking with all the other wrestlers as well. So here's the thing. Um, Fulton and the other guy left. So yeah. they were at a booth on the opposite side of where we were. Yep. And then they came back. Yes. And we did not see Ace at all. So I don't know what he was doing, but it is whatever. It's whatever. And we also didn't see Saban, which is whatever. But we saw, we saw Fulton because it was obvious it was Fulton. Yeah. Oh, we also saw the Good Brothers. They were gambling yeah we did see that i did see that yeah they were gambling at one of the um yeah they were they were they were gambling at one of the crafts tables that's right yes they, they were at one of the crafts tables yeah right before we left so anyways let's move on this was awesome it was it was a great again match. we talked about how we saw chelsea green jordan grace was not there because Lucia, i don't see her yeah i'm not 100 sure if jordan grace drinks or if she went to bed early but um she seems like the kind of gal that would go to bed early. But anyways, I right. don't know. I am not judging. She's, she's, she's a cool chick. Chelsea Green seems like an awesome chick, too. Um, I would have booked this differently because Chelsea Green won a number one contenders match. Yep. And also, this kind of stuff, especially with this match, it's making that digital media champion, for me, feel important. It does. Doesn't it feel important? It, I, I love this. It right. feels important. I, I want to go there and watch a digital media champion every single week. Because it it's, it feels important. Not sure about the name yet, but we'll roll with it. Right. And let's talk about... Oh, we got a Facebook notification. <laughs> um, or actually, no, that's a YouTube. So let's talk about the final one. Uh, Finn Juice was the right one. We did see Juice Robinson. We did, but they were sitting at the... They were sitting on the loser side, which was a non-bar yes, area. Yes, we did see that. So here's the thing. Um, I'm not sure if I saw David Finlay, but I know I saw Juice. Mm-hmm. So Juice went from one place to another with Crazy Steve, Black Tarus, I don't think we did, or Rohit Raju or anything. I know we didn't. Right. Um, also, we did see, a, like I said, we saw a couple of the announcers. We saw a couple of the refs. Right. We let's, saw, let's, let's talk, of course, about, let's of talk course, about the rest of them. Of course, yeah. all the producers, they, they're always hanging out at TGA Fridays. If you want to talk about production behind the scenes, they love to talk about that kind of stuff. Right. And they're super nice. Um, just just talk to them like you would with any other person oh, yeah, at the absolutely. bar. And, that, and that's really all I can say. I mean, And they love – I mean, what's the thing that you like talking about most? Maybe your job. I mean, I can't get enough of this guy talking about his fucking job. So why – you know, people love to talk about what they do for – You know, I know, I know. How's this going? How's personal life? Let's t- talk about – to them like you would anybody else at the bar. Hey, what do you do for work? Oh, you were at the show. Oh, that's right. I'm so sorry. They want to talk about anything else, and they want to hear from you. And that's the other thing. Oh, yeah. They want to hear. They love the feedback, too. Right. Hey, great job. I really appreciate it. Hey, you know, talk to them like anything else. Hey, you know, really good job. Oh, thanks. And you start that conversation. What do you do? 
oh, I'm an artist. I am a digital marketer for another company. And then they get interested. And you talk to them like anybody else, yeah. you get a thousand times more respect and they and they remember you. And that's right. the other thing. If you talk to them like any other fan, this is whatever. Yeah. But you talk to them and say, hey, what are you drinking? I'll buy your next round. Hey, I'm drinking this beer. Okay, let me buy you that. Hey, congratulations. Great job. Boom. They'll remember you a thousand times more. Yeah. So anyways, if you want to if you, if you want to come threaten us or who the fuck cares? Oh, yeah, no, that's right. We got um we got somebody a, a little pussy. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. A little 11-year-old pussy threaten us. It's like, "Oh, don't don't catch me at an impact show with you because or else what?" I'm sorry. I don't take threats seriously. I right. don't. Uh, we voice our opinion here. And that's it. You don't have to take us seriously. We never do that. Right. We would never say, hey, we love we love going to an Impact show, but we know Impact has a lot of flaws. Yeah, and we know Impact, this show had a lot of finishes that I didn't like. Right. But we like going because the atmosphere. Oh my we, god, we, the atmospheres the atmosphere for impact shows is the best atmosphere I have honestly ever gone to live. Right. Like I have gone to AEW shows, I've gone to WWE shows, I've gone to Impact shows. Out of those three, Impact is number one. Right. We were about to go to a Ring of Honor, but that's when the pandemic hit, so yep. we can't make that judgment. But we But out of those three Honestly, Impact, Impact Wrestling, 100% By all the mile. way. Fuck, man. Great. Great atmosphere. Great. The great shows, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not the biggest, the best. Who who the fuck cares? I love sitting front row at an Impact Wrestling show, and I love to interact with the fans, and I love to interact with the wrestlers and all the people that produce that show right. day in and day out afterwards. That is what's worth it to and, me. And we, we get people saying, hey, we listen to your show. Hey, your voice sounds really familiar because of the show that we do. Yeah. So obviously we're reaching an audience, and it's kind of weird. But it's like, you know, with death threats or anything, we don't take any of that shit seriously. I've dealt with that for a lot longer than Peanut Gallery has. Yeah. I'm not sure if you've ever experienced it. Don't care. But, don't know. Don't care. Right. Exactly. It, it just happens, especially when you put yourself out there. Yeah. And we talk with Impact Wrestling fans at TGI Fridays before the show. We talk with them after the show. We talk with them everything else, and we always have a great experience Everything else, and we have to give our props to TGI too. Oh God, yes. They're, they're always so busy with them. They're always so respectable. We talk to the manager because of an outside situation. Super understanding. If you ever go to TGI Fridays in Samstown in Las Vegas, number one, you'll probably see us. But also number two, give them good tips. Give them the props. They're trying their best, and they always do good. Oh God, yes. So. When we come back, <laughs> not only doing you the glass of wine, but we are also going to talk about <sighs> Survivor Series. <laughs> we are back. Let's talk about Survivor Series. Oh, God. Um, there was, there was good and bad. I'll at least give it that credit. Let's talk about a good match. Up until the ending. So, this was a pre-show match. This match was awful. Out of fucking nowhere, this was a pre-show match. 
The one match that I was actually looking forward this to. This match was terrible because Rick fucking boogs. Now, okay. Fuck the guitars in the... What the fuck is going on? So, so Rick Boogs, who is actually good at the guitar. Let's at least put it that way. He, Why are you doing it in the middle of a fucking wrestling match? Peanut Gallery was not entirely fun. Oh, I was that. pissed. But what, what about the technical aspects of the wrestling match? These two I, are, I was distracted by Rick Boogs' awful music. <laughs> so if it wasn't that... If that it was, was a- awful. <laughs> because of Rick Boogs. It was terrible because it happened in the middle of a professional wrestling match. <laughs> F- fuck this shit. You're really upset. I'm so upset. So I'm I'm going to This give- wasn't even the first match of the fucking night. Yes, it was. It was well, it wasn't it was the pre show match. It, which it shouldn't have been. Anyways. <sighs> you you know Here's the thing. Um, Peanut Gallery has a separate thing because he has not experienced Rick Boogs. Yes, um, the guitar thing was really excessive, like really excessive. But other than that, these two have great chemistry, and if it wasn't for that, it would have been an awesome match. But Damian Priest broke the guitar, which Peanut Gallery like actually popped for. He got really excited about that. I was so excited. That was he, amazing. And then, and then he hit Boogs with the guitar. Then he got more excited. Then he hit Nakamura for the DQ. And he got really upset. And I got upset too. It's like, dude, you had a great match here. And if you had at least a decent ending, it would have been one thing. But then you had, then he walked away. He stopped around like a baby. Like after being disqualified. You're from fucking New York City. What the fuck? This was ridiculous. It was, it was ridiculous. It was really bad. What? And this is a, this is a, pattern that we're going to see throughout the night. Right. Let's talk about actually a match I know you don't like. Well, actually, no. I, th- I think you liked it more than you wanted. I liked it up until the last, like, five seconds. Fuck this match. Now, here's the thing. So, uh, Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. Number one, Becky Lynch's gear was... Yes. It was BDSM. Also, also we had a field day on Twitter It was, it was it. not safe for work. Let's no. put it that way. But... These two had a match that felt and looked like, like they, they hated, hated each, each other. other. And that's what we wanted. And of course, we had a fucking roll-up with the... <sighs> Fuck this match. And on, on the ropes of the roll-up for Becky Lynch to win, it actually made Becky Lynch look worse. It did. She looks terrible. Just a terrible person. Charlotte, it doesn't help Charlotte. Charlotte's fucking off the AEW after this contract's up. Right. Seriously. You really think you're going to keep Charlotte Flair happy with that bullshit? No. Fuck this man. I'm surprised that you keep Becky Lynch happy with this bullshit. It actually makes Becky Lynch look worse. It actually makes Charlotte seem correct about the fact that Becky Lynch cannot be Charlotte Flair. Yeah, she had to use the fucking ropes. She had to cheat, now, like no, she, she always now, does. Now, now, fuck. In, now, in the defense, Charlotte Flair also did use the ropes, but it's like, okay, Charlotte does not have to use ropes because Charlotte has beaten you without the ropes. But fuck you have this match. never beaten Charlotte. And Three then stars. You use ropes. Fuck this match. But I will at least say one thing. It was an awesome match. Awesome match, bullshit ending. 
Yeah, so that was like a lot of bullshit we got to go through here. Let's talk Let's about Let's talk about more. the Men's Survivor Series. Oh, my fucking God. Austin Theory is terrible. <laughs> okay. So, Fuck Austin Theory. So, but before we get into it, so usually with the Survivor Series matches, they have like the matching red and blue right. gear, which I kind of like. I do like they that. They didn't touch. get the memo. For the SmackDown team only. The Raw team had all red somewhere. <sighs> At least give them that credit. Seth Rollins murdered Elmo. <laughs> Lastly, in the red gear looked awesome, by the it way. It did. Um, Balor had a little touch of red. Kevin Owens had the red shirt. But, but fuck Happy Corbin. <laughs> and um, I love Happy Corbin. Fuck. Uh, let's see. Who else might have fuck? Um, Austin Theory, of course. It's a terrible human. Um, and uh, I, I think that Dominic Mysterio probably produced this match. So. Yeah, it was. Here's the thing. They gave this match a lot of great time. Half of the fucking people were eliminated via count out. Fuck this match. All right, all right. So, so here, in in order of the eliminations oh, and why they were eliminated, Owens basically rolled out of the ring and fucked off. Like, he was counted out. So he's, he's bound for AEW. Right. We had a coup de gras on Happy Corbin to eliminate him. We had the Hurt Lock on King Woods to eliminate him. We had Lashley and McIntyre both be counted out for both of them to be eliminated. We had the Bro Kick on Balor to be eliminated. We had a Roll Up with the Tights to eliminate Sheamus. We had a Swanton Bomb to eliminate Austin Theory. And Seth Rollins being the sole survivor... Hit the stomp on Jeff Hardy, who looked like fucking Superman in this because they want to keep him around. They're not going to. No, they're not. They're simply not. And if they do, they're going to lose a lot of other people like your Kevin Owens. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Bobby Lashley would be up. Well, yeah, so, so, so apparently Vince McMahon had to spend $100 million on a fucking egg from Fucking, you want fuck this fucking storyline? We're gonna we're, fuck. We're going to talk about that when we make this shit majestic again. Well, there is no majestic saving for that fucking storyline. I know, but this is just the review part of it. Okay, let's do the review, and then we'll go into the bullshit. Let's talk about the battle royal that meant nothing. Fuck this match. This was so stupid. Now, okay, here's the thing. I it was, was cooking dinner, and I'm glad I cooked dinner because this was so fucking stupid. So, basically, this was a glorified version to get Pizza Hut into a You're Okay, game. okay, so here's the thing. is that You're in fucking Brooklyn, New York. Why in the fuck are you getting Pizza Hut? Right, it's weird. In Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> I, I didn't even put that two and two together. Why in the fuck... <laughs> Are you doing that? Also, here's the thing. You can swing a dead alligator from the sewer and find a better pizza place, even in the sewers. Right. This fucking Brooklyn. You're you're in the home of New York pizza. You're in the a- home of pizza. <laughs> pizza was literally invented in Brooklyn as we know it today. Really? Yes. I did not know that. <laughs> so why in the fuck are you doing pizza slut? Because they have money. 
Tony's Pizza has better pizza. I don't know what that is. I, it's some random pizza place in downtown Brooklyn. I don't fucking know. I can almost guarantee you there, there's there a, a there, downtown there, Brooklyn that's called Tony's Pizza. It's an Italian guy's pizza. Come on. But I can, why? I, can, I can almost guarantee you in somewhere in New York, there is an Italian guy's pizza somewhere. Yes. Why? So here's the thing. Um, the Battle this Royal. This hurts my head. The, the Battle Royal was fucking awful. It was terrible. And why they had it here, I don't know why. Um, Omas won, and he won a pizza party. Don't for care. Raw. They're not going to be uh, released anytime soon. A pizza. This is wait. He won a pizza party for Raw. Yes. No, the, the, that 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 was my joke. That was a joke. Oh, I thought we were in fucking eighth grade for a second. No, that, that was that was a joke because it was sponsored by Pizza Hut. So whoever won got that brand of pizza party. Jesus Christ! I, I can't believe I had to explain that to you. Because I, for a second there, I thought you were serious. It was it was, it was WWE. Pretty much the majority of the show, there was literally a golden egg, which we'll talk about here in a minute. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about it when we make uh, this shit somehow majestic again. Oh, God. There's no redeeming this. But Omas won. Who the fuck cares? This was awful. Let's move on. Fuck this show. Uh, probably the worst champions versus champion match. Oh, my God. Evening. The fuck this match entirely. I did not care. I literally did not care. Orton and Riddle taking on the Usos. Hey, I Randy Orton, congratulations on your fucking pay-per-view record. They, they sat there and jerked it off so much. How'd you feel about that? Fuck this company. Seriously. Orton didn't care. Worst Usos match. Worst tag team Usos match ever. Ever. I wouldn't say ever, but at least in the last five years. Ever. At least in the last five years. Peanut Gallery is... They, they, they were better as the fucking colorful people. Wow, Jesus Christ. Fuck this match. <laughs> I didn't think it was that bad. God, it was but, so terrible. So, yes, um, they, they just sat there and jerked off because Orton broke the record for the most pay-per-view appearances. I wouldn't have... I congratulate him on it, but I don't fucking care at this Orton, point. This was a terrible match. Orton didn't care. Who cares if Orton didn't care? Right. <laughs> Orton, Orton's there for work. This McMahon spent $100 million on a goose egg but can't afford to keep half his roster. Right. Fuck WWE. <laughs> You're so mad. Oh, I love doing this show. So, um, our RK Bro won. So, yes. The, Hooray. The Hagapage team of RK Bro beat the literal twins. Yeah, fuck this match. Hell. How does that make sense? It doesn't. <laughs> Fuck this match. Speak, speaking of fucking... Oh, fuck <laughs> this match. Okay, so... Women's Survivor Series. This um, match was boring. So this, I'd rather watch Cool Cat Saves the Kids so this, on repeat. So this Joe... Abda nonsense bullshit person who had, is he he had a moan so this idiot 
had an absolute moan about so people were doing the wave during this match yeah they had to entertain themselves and he got butthurt about it he's like oh he literally said ban the wave why because he's a he's a baby he's an absolute baby this match was boring it was so boring the crowd had to entertain themselves that's how boring this match was so joe i know you blocked me from fucking twitter you're you a fuck you're a baby fuck you joe and he sat there he had a little video with him his little butt jerk off sesh bullshit this and match is amazing the internet yeah, no, he literally is said great. that he literally fuck. said this match was this better. match was not good it was really bad it was bad this was bad. It was so bad. It and, and uh, Brooklyn, you got one of the rowdiest wrestling crowds in all of the world. You and, and you bored them. You found a way to make them silent. WWE, congratulations. Everybody, fuck was, you. Right. The, and you, fuck this match. And you, you had some of the best talents in the world in this match. Yeah, you had the. Fuck you. You had Bianca Belair. You had Natalia. You had Rhea Ripley, Sasha Banks, Shayna Baszler, uh, Shotzi Blackheart, for God's sake. You gave me a reason to not fucking care about Tony Storm, this division. You made this entire match and everybody in this devalued in a match. I cannot believe this. This is just fucking amazing. Team Raw won in this match. Don't was, fucking care. It was straight garbage. I don't care. I don't care who won. I don't care who lost. And I'll, I'll be honest Fuck with you, this match. I have every single pin and submission recorded. It was so boring. I'm not even going to tell you. It was that bad. How many countouts did we have? Like three or four or something like that? We actually had none. No, we had one. Yeah. Which one? Sasha Banks was counted out, you fuck. Oh, that's right. She was. It was only one out of the four. The men's was better. The men's who had, like, what, three or four count outs was better than this one who had one. This was a dumpster fire of a match. It was This match horrible. was so boring. Horrible. It, it, I don't care about the talent that was in this match. It was it was boring. In fact, in fact, all the in fact all the talent that was in this match was devalued. Yeah, fuck you, Vince. Fuck you. How you did that to awesome talent is beyond me. Literally I, I don't beyond know. me. I don't know how this happened. And once again, so here's the thing: another great match with a weird ending. Main event: Biggie Roman Reigns. Oh my god, fuck this ending for this fucking match. Um, Roman Reigns reacting to Big Big E getting up from stuff was awesome. It was, but it ended. Roman Reigns won, that's it. It ended. There are no surprises. No, nothing. Nothing. Zero. Bum kiss. Reigns just left. The show ended. I'm like, really? That was this, it? This, this is Survivor Series, you Fucks? <laughs> what are you fucking waiting for, day one? Well, I guess Survivor Series is meaningless to you now, you fucks. Survivor Series is meaningless. Survivor Series is no longer a big four. Survivor Series is about as important as Hell in a Cell. Nobody fucking cares. You're so mad.
No one cares about this pay-per-view, and no one cares about your feelings. Fuck you. Survivor Series used to be an event that so many people, including me. I used to look forward to this shit. They had, like, Survivor Series stuff that made sense and was credible. Now, there were brand versus brand Survivor Series. That Nobody I, cares about brand versus brand no, as meaningless. Fuck you. There were some that I looked forward to in the past. This was it. I'm done. If you do it again, you're going to miss nothing. I I literally, if they came to, I'm not spending another How dime on these WWE, people. WWE struggled to sell out this building. How does WWE struggle to sell out New York? How do you do that? Because you're fucking idiots. <laughs> So, when we come back... No, we cannot make this majestic again. We're going there is no redeeming this. Let's burn the place to the ground and start over. We're going to try. So, before we make this shit majestic again, let's talk about Vince McMahon and his egg. So, halfway through the show, we're not going to talk about this match yet. So, so we're, let's, let's, let's just preface this, but... <laughs> Vince McMahon. So let's preface this like even beforehand. So so The Rock and my Lord and Savior Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot are doing a movie which is coming on Netflix. Um, it's I, called uh, Red Something or Another. I can't remember the name of it because I don't really care. All I know is that Ryan Reynolds is my Lord and Savior. And so they are promoting this this is, I would, this is, I would, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> okay, I'll let you go on your rant. This is a property that is a Netflix exclusive. Now, now, how in the hell Dwayne Johnson was able to convince fucking NBC Universal to promote this on their streaming service is beyond fucking me. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> now... Let's also talk about the fact that WWE, the world's worst entertainment, <laughs> is, 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 is fucking partially owned by fucking Fox. That is another property that does not own Netflix. Okay? Okay. All right. So, <laughs> so, so let's talk about what happened. Now, now we have we're, we preface this by saying there's an awful fucking, it was an awful fucking movie. Although Ryan Reynolds is my Lord and Savior, awful fucking movie. I would I would literally get onto a bed and spread my asshole for Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is my Lord and Savior. <laughs> <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson is in this movie though, which is why that WWE is fucking put their dick into this. Also, there's twenty. This is the twenty fifth anniversary of yeah, the yeah. Rock. Oh, 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 yes. And let's not mind the fact that the Rock didn't even fucking show up in this. This is twenty fifth anniversary. The Undertaker. A couple of years ago, literally the year Grandpa. It was the. Day that Grandpa died. Yeah. So, anyways, the 25th anniversary of the Undertaker showing up. Guess what? He wrestled. So, anyways. Anyway, go ahead. So anyways, The Rock didn't show up because he knows how much bullshit he didn't wrestle. <laughs> they had they had an entire fucking battle royale named after him, but he didn't fucking show up. 
The least you could do is fucking show up for commentary to suck Vince McMahon's dick a little bit. I mean, come on. I'd watch that. I I watched that too. So, anyways, <laughs> let's also preface this by saying that one of the main props is a fucking egg. Yes. So 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 guess guess what? All the people. So no, <laughs> hold on, hold on. So so here comes a limo. Here comes a limo in the backstage. This is why we cover this show, people. <laughs> Vincent Kennedy McMahon, the senile old fuck, gets out. Of the limo, and then and then who who who's in his little fucking entourage? We have we oh have. oh all the people that hope to not get fired by him next <laughs> week. They show up and suck his fucking dick. We have uh, they we have clap t- they clap like North Koreans clap. <laughs> <laughs> they clap. Not not only do they clap, but they go, ooh, <laughs> kind of like when Kim Jong-un would show his fucking tiny dick. <laughs> and what the fuck is this? Oh, it's a fucking egg. A fucking egg that he probably bought three hours ago at Tuesday morning. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> they they sploosh all over the fucking egg. You would think that at some point in time the egg is going to have a... That's probably why the egg was stolen because it gave a fucking baby because there's so much sploosh no, we're, we're, on we're, it. We're not even done with this, so... No, shut up. <laughs> shut up and let me do my diatribe on this bullshit. I, I, I give you enough on a diatribe. Go ahead. All right. So, we have a now freshly pregnant egg. We have we have not made this not, shit that doesn't get by Not the way. from Reginald, because Reginald was fucking pissed. He was, he was He's, so disappointed. He was the first one to get fired, okay? So, Nick Khan is keeping track in his little fucking notebook, watching every single minute of this fucking diatribe that's happening. This McMahon walks the fuck off. Okay. So let's talk about this little segment that Vince has in his office. <laughs> I think at this point we should just turn this to you. Okay. <laughs> Hi. All right. So let's talk about what the fuck happened in Vince McMahon's office, okay? So Roman Reigns just waltzes in like he's the fucking king of wrestling, which, I mean, honestly, he kind of fucking is. But he's also related to The Rock. So, you know, of course, Vince McMahon has to fucking suck that dick a little bit, right? Okay. And so we get a little more information about this egg that Vince McMahon has is apparently now pregnant with all the poor souls that are probably going to get released next week because <laughs> Nick Khan is keeping notes. So, we now know that apparently this fucking egg is not a prop. Number one, that's a fucking lie. We all know it's a prop. If it wasn't a prop, this thing would be fucking dust. So why in the fuck are you saying it's not a prop? You fucking asshole. Fuck you. Also, <sighs> whose egg was it? 
I okay. I'm gonna talk about that first. Apparently, is Cleopatra's egg worth a hundred? No, we're not gonna talk about how much a fucker costs. <laughs> we're gonna talk about wh- what of Cleopatra's eggs is this? Like, like, did you like? Did you like? Did you impregnate her? <laughs> <laughs> Cleopatra is a person. People do not lay fucking eggs. <laughs> they don't. So, are, what are you talking about? Cle- Cleopatra's dog eggs? Cleopatra's cat's eggs? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Or maybe you want to go the religious and philosophical route. You're so upset. Okay, eggs are not part of that culture. I'm sorry, buddy. (laughs) No, you want to go the fucking Babylonians for that bullshit. (laughs) Egyptians do not do that shit. Let me know when you're done. Okay, and now let's get to the big thing. This thing apparently is worth a hundred million dollars. Fuck you. <laughs> How the fuck can you afford a hundred million dollar egg, but not afford thirty plus wrestlers that have been released from their contracts this year? Fuck you. <laughs> I'm so glad you got that fucking thing stolen because, quite frankly, I think the rest of the rosters walk out in your fucking punk ass. Fuck you, Vince. <laughs> Fuck you, Bruce. Fuck you, Nick. Fuck you all. Also, there was no resolution. No resolution. <laughs> Apparently, the resolution is Monday Night Raw. I am not watching it. I will. <laughs> Fuck that shit. <laughs> I'm so glad I did all of that. <laughs> you were so bad. Oh, here, let me just turn the camera towards you. <laughs> let me know when you're ready. We, okay. have to, we have to somehow make this shit majestic again. All right. We're, we're, we're only going to talk about the matches now. Okay. okay. We, we've, we're done with the diatribe. We're going to talk about the matches now. All right. There was no redeeming this pay-per-view. Burn it down. <laughs> now, the Men's Survivor Series, at least arguably... They gave it a lot of really good time. Austin Theory needs to be erased from history. <laughs> Parents should have an abortion. <laughs> a 23-year-old abortion. They were I, you know what happens? <laughs> Man, Kyle Rittenhouse would have been really good in this situation. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> Not political. Okay, that was just funny. So, um... Number one, the Mysterios should not have been at least Ray, like unless he's actually hurt. Dominic Mysterio has as much talent as a ham sandwich. Now, now Dominic Mysterio being replaced by Bobby Lashley was the right choice, but Austin Theory was the wrong choice. Yeah, Ray Mysterio should have stayed in. Austin Theory has the talent of a ham sandwich. <laughs> but I do like Jeff Hardy being like the last one for SmackDown. I like that. But also, um, there was a lot of decent stuff within this. 
But at the same time, if you don't want Bobby Lashley or Drew McIntyre losing, why would you put them in this match? Right. This no is, reason to. Just no one cares. This is supposed to be a non-canon show. Yep. But it is. But it is, I guess. It's canon. This is why this bullshit should not happen. Yep. Because you're putting yourself into a corner. Yep. This is the thing where Crown Jewel should come involved, where they can eat a pin. Who cares? It's not canon. Yep. Whatever. All right. Move on. Oh, shit. Wrong one. I'm sorry. I was crying laughing so hard. There was no saving this. There was zero. This, this match should have been wiped off to the face of the earth. In fact, I think that WWE should just erase this from memory. Just, just, just call Renthouse all these people, okay? Just like o, OJ, o, OJ Simpson, just every single person in with this. No, okay? I'm, not talking about, I'm not talking about murder. I'm just talking about a race from our minds, like men in black sort of thing. I don't necessarily want to kill them. I just don't want them alive anymore. <laughs> wow! I was just thinking we get like Will Smith to come to our houses and erase our memories. <laughs> I don't want to remember this match. I don't either. Fuck this! I love this match. I'm sorry. Other than change, ending, yes, change the last three seconds of it, and I will be fine. Here's the thing. Also, okay. changes the main event. Right. This should have been the main event, 100. percent But of anything to have a double countout. This was the match. Have them beat each other up in the crowd. Get them really hyped that they're seeing this. For what reason? Because they had to have had an ending where none of them lost. I think a double countout would have been better than somebody actually winning. But what's the end game? They book themselves into this corner. They had this. They had that brutal rivalry match. Have so, them do a double count out and then maybe do a rematch down the line. I'm so, sorry. So they should have Thanos them way out, just erase half of the universe. Yes. Be fucking great. Or, or, or have, you know what? Here's what I would have done for this. Have this thing, main event, unsanctioned. I mean, they, or they erase. That would have been awesome. And then guess what? The pin would have meant nothing because it's unsanctioned. I mean, you know, Nick Khan, he's a, he's a great Thanos. He raced half the WWE Universe in the last year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm no, not so I'm talking no, about the I'm, roster. <laughs> I'm talking about the universe. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, being, I'm being legitimately serious. Oh, I have, know. Have, have this an unsanctioned match. That would have been cool. Yes, they would have beaten the shit out of each other. But, of course, WWE's too vanilla for that shit. Why was this on the main show? Fuck this match. Let's move on. <laughs> um, This should have been the opening match. It should have been, yes. I like the match, but if they were choosing between the two, honestly, this was the weaker of the two. It was, yep. It was very weak, especially without interferences, without appearances. Without bullshit, Roman Reigns just pins Big E. Big E looks weak and lost, honestly. No one cares. No one cares. Zero percent Nobody cares. cares. I know I for a shit don't. Roman Reigns, if he was a heel, he would have had some sort of interference or some bullshit. That would have kept Roman Reigns. But then Big E still would have looked yep. strong. Yep. But no, they didn't. Why? You know why? Because they, they want Big E out. Also, where's Kofi Kingston? He's hurt. Don't care. Where was he? He's hurt. What is he hurt with? He has a he has a sprained ACL. Oh, where? 
you don't want that shit torn. That's true. No. Nope, this match should not exist. This was Move boring on. and lame and stupid. Why was this on the pre-show? This match was boring, lame, and stupid. No. No, because Rick Boogs. He ruined it. He ruined this match for me. Right. El- eliminate Rick Boogs. I want I, to I eliminate can't. him from my life. <laughs> I don't want to see him anymore. Oh, my God. I want him to be eliminated. <laughs> do you want him to be deleted? I do. Actually, deletion sounds really good. Delete? A delete. We, we see, we've seen Death Note. Delete. 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 You just, you just see Rick Boogs over and over again. <laughs> delete. Delete. <laughs> I do that to all my enemies. Really? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Thank God I'm not your enemy. <laughs> Why? Because I pay the bills heavily, so I'm not his enemy. <laughs> the enemy of my enemy is my friend. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that was the end of Survivor Series. That was, was it? That was it. Wow. 100%. So, so I spent about two-thirds of that in my diatribe about how <laughs> terrible this pay-per-view was. It was so worth it. That's going to be fun. <laughs> so, Peanut Gallery, what is next? Oh, I had a great topic for next week. All right. What's, what is it? What makes a good pay-per-view event? Mm, I like that one. Because I apparently was, we saw the worst of it tonight. We saw the worst of it, and we saw a really good version of we it. Did. We did. Yeah, I'm not going to say it's the best of it, but a really good version of it. That's actually a good one. A really good open discussion. So that'll be it. What makes a good pay-per-view professional wrestling And show? we might as well tell you guys now, the week afterwards. Yes. Yes. So the week afterwards. This is a rare circumstance. We know. We know that there are three pay-per-views. The following, the weekend after the Thanksgiving weekend where there are no pay-per-views. We know that there are three pay-per-views. Unfortunately, or I guess fortunately, our grandmother is going to be in town. So we will... Our, we, our, our, our grandma has not left her house in Michigan in over 10 years. Yes, she has not left the state in over 10 years. She is, Our, she, is, she, is, she, is, she is she is she is she is 84 years old. She is really excited to come and see us. We are not going to be doing a show that weekend. Nope. Grandma is way more important than any pay-per-view than any show and I'm sure that you will understand how important that is for she us. She is um she is extremely physically fit. And um, but we we don't know how many times we can see her. We we don't right. know. She's eighty four years old. This is the first time that I've seen her outside of Michigan in like, like ten years. No, no more than that. I think right. the last time we saw it was when we lived in our old house when uh, mom and dad got divorced. No, that was the last time. No, they they were there when mom and dad were divorced. Grandpa spent like three four months. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. that was the last time. Hmm? But but no no but they haven't they uh, anyways grandma hasn't spent a lot of time outside of of Michigan and since, this, since this grandpa will, died especially this will be the first time that she will be here yes. in Las Vegas so we're gonna make sure that we have enough tension so there will be no show the week after next yeah so the but, first the first week in December no show but will be a four. Pay-per-view extravaganza show the weekend after. Yes. 
And no one's going to be at the house. We're going to do four pay-per-view extravaganza. It is going to be a shit show. We're going to have fun with it. And and if I, you want to watch it, check us out. Subscribe to the channel. Turn on notifications so you do not miss that. Become a patron. So if we do this full-time, we can do other shows like regular Raw shows, regular SmackDown shows. I don't want to watch any WWE if, if you if, if, if I can pay you $4,000 a month, would you? Maybe $40,000. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't pay you that much, but okay. <clears throat> so Oof. if you want to see that, be sure to subscribe to this channel. Become a patron. You get a lot of great goodies with it, including merch, hanging out with us. But also, then we do this full time so we can do more content. And, you know, follow us on social media. We're everywhere, everywhere. And if you're in Vegas, find us. We have Goldie all the time. And as always, be majestic.